Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, January 11th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be continuing with issue number four of Justice League versus Suicide Squad, the six-issue miniseries that is being done weekly, the first major event of DC's Rebirth era. Uh, so we're going to be spoiling this issue as we go. Uh, Zach, what do you think of this? Yeah, so I guess I'm having a little bit of trouble deciding what, like as a whole so far, how I feel about this. Like when I first started this series, I was very intrigued by the storyline. Um, and I think we were kind of opposite. I was more interested in the Maxwell Lord Nightmare Army storyline than the actual Suicide Squad and Justice League part. Um, but now, I don't know. I don't know how interested I still am in what Maxwell Lord is doing because it's just, it's really hard to keep track of where they're going and what they're trying to do. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of cool action, which is great to see. But at this point, I'm I'm not as invested in the story as I think I was towards the beginning. Yeah, I think with it being an event in a, a three-team event, you know, yeah. two teams have a lot of characters to juggle. So we've got three teams here. We don't really get a lot of moments with each character we're really just touching in and you know going cutting from here to here to here and it's sort of just checking in with what's going on rather than uh following you know it makes it a little harder to follow that way i guess um yeah like you said i'm i'm not entirely sure where they're going there are some really cool moments some some individual moments that stick out i really like some of the character things uh the batman deadshot the Mm -hmm. flash boomerang had a cool moment so I'm liking those, and there's a lot of cool characters here. Um, but I'm at this point, I'm not really sure where we're going because it's it's like there's the three different teams, and they're just sort of mixing and matching who's fighting who when based on you know if Amanda Waller or if Maxwell Lord gets the upper hand, right? So I'm I'm not sure. Like I said, well, I, we have an idea where it's going from here from the end of this issue, but. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to go in the final two issues, I guess, besides that. Yeah. And so, like you said, there's a lot of good action, a lot of good character moments. But so it it is cool on its own. It's just like as a part of this series, I wasn't I'm still like just a little maybe a little disappointed in the story, but there's still two more issues. So there's still quite a bit of time to do more stuff right and and we always talk about how hard it is to review individual issues. Yeah, maybe this will make more sense you know, if we read it as a trade, the six issues. Um, but individually last episode, last issue was the, there's a lot of exposition. Yeah. It was the exposition issue. And then this one's almost wall to wall action. Um, so I guess we'll just see how that all fits together later. Yeah. But I'm still intrigued by the general premise. I want to, I want to see where it goes. I'm just a little unsure of where it will be going at this point, which I mean, I guess it's good to have some intrigue. (laughs) <laughs> all right so we'll get into our, our spoil- spoiler discussion and basically just walk through this issue and talk about parts that jumped out to us and what we liked and didn't like so uh it opens up with uh so if you remember from the last issue they had brought the justice league and suicide squad together at bell rev and they were all there and Mandy waller's like you need to protect me they're coming and so the very the opening of this issue issue is maxwell lord and the nightmare army coming so they just 
drop right in in the very first in the very first panel basically and so they show up at, at bell reeve and they're all just kind of standing there talking to each other and maxwell lord um kind of gets like june moon to fight inside enchantress and like so she like goes crazy and is like scratching herself um emerald empress takes on the lanterns and they they figure out that she has green lantern tech and so she she blasts them uh johnny sorrow unleashes the monsters from his face and so that's kind of what is keeping most of the people occupied during this fight so there's like a whole bunch of crazy scary monsters that just came out of his face because yeah he... <laughs> it's, it, the monsters just kind of show up out of nowhere and then that's giving the justice league and the squad trouble for a while um just you know in case there weren't enough characters to to fight in, in this right in this issue i had to introduce some random monsters but um i think that was my favorite like big panel from this comic though is like right after he did that there's this just this big giant page that full page that is just all the monsters fighting different characters and you can see them all like struggling with them and stuff it was pretty cool yeah so this must be a pretty massive room inside bell rev because it's yeah. got like the i mean i think it had the three different teams plus i don't know a handful at least of different large monsters yep uh so then katana and rustam fight so the two swordsmen basically I uh, get to fight and he knows he knows the sword but he doesn't know her. Um and he also he says that he was the only innocent one and so he he uh he's angry about that. Yeah, I'm not really sure what he means by that, but maybe that will pay off later. Yep. And so uh Maxwell Lord uses the distraction of everybody fighting to kind of sleep sneak off and his real goal wasn't to get to Amanda Waller. He there's something locked up under bell rev that he wants to get to and so that's where he goes um and so he's like kind of underneath going through the catacombs or whatever uh and he meets killer frost and so she tries to stop him she freezes him but he talks to her and persuades her and uses his maxwell lordness yeah. to get her <laughs> not a hard convincing job basically do, I, do you really not want to fight Amanda right. waller <laughs> like, that wasn't one of his harder jobs no and so she frees him, um, and she's going to help him. Uh, and then we see Lobo is she? He's chasing down Amanda Waller, and Deadshot and Batman kind of work together to save her. So, uh, like you said before, this some of the cool character interactions we get to see Batman and Deadshot working together to do something. Yeah, absolutely. And and taking on Lobo too, who's definitely a handful for those two. And then they keep shooting him, but it, you know his healing powers. He just comes. He just keeps coming at him. Yep. Uh, and then Superman is fighting Emerald Empress, uh, which is a pretty good fight again because it's, you know, uh, magic against Superman. Magic works on him. Uh, but Jessica shows up and the, the eye cracks open and traps Emerald Empress. And she says that she needs to find Saturn Girl. And there's like an asterisk. And then so they've had like some of these little explainers and like pointing to other issues before. And they never really took me out of the story or were too cheesy. But this one was maybe a little too cheesy for me. Uh, but she says, uh, well, Superman says, we'll deal with that. Referencing Saturn Girl, we'll deal with that later. And it says, the text at the bottom of the page says, oh, you will, Superman, in the pages of Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say for a uh, big event like this, they've kept the 
annotations to a minimum, I think. This might only yeah. be like the second one. There was one in the first issue talking about setup. And yeah, this one seems like it has nothing really to do with the actual story, like you said. But um, I I don't know. I, I mean, I know they got to prom- cross-promote a little bit, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It I mean, it doesn't really bother me. It's just like, it was, it's kind of like a serious moment and everybody's fighting and it's, and it's just like a little too goofy. Yeah. It's, it it's like, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not a big deal for me. I mean, and if you want to read more about that interaction, you know where to go now. Um, right. And if you don't, it really doesn't take away from the story, but it sort of, it, it was a little awkward in that one. Yep. But like I said, that's not a big deal. Um, we see Wonder Woman and Harley fighting and they're taking on johnny sorrow and so this might have been my favorite character interaction just because oh yeah i forgot about this one <laughs> i love how like just insane harley is and they're like she she says wonder woman is her best friend now and so yeah. she likes her but johnny sorrow like shows his face which if you remember that kills anybody instantly if they see it and harley just like looks straight at him and she's like oh cute face <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't look at it but she's got no problem with it so right. that's funny and uh wonder woman uses her her bracelets to reflect the face back at him and that makes him get sucked into his other dimension i think and then it takes all the monsters with him so oh, okay yeah you know, i wasn't sure i thought he might have exploded there but maybe he was sucked up into it i didn't i wasn't i didn't read that very carefully i guess yeah because they say something about how the monsters can't exist on this plane without johnny sorrow oh, existing okay. on this yeah plane that would too. make sense then good point yep uh and then we go back to Batman, Deadshot, Amanda Waller, and Lobo, and you know, like the like you said, they they're shooting him and like trying to damage him, but he keeps healing because that's what Lobo does. And so Batman, he's like, okay, hold him for a minute, I'll be back. And he comes back <laughs> with uh, one of the needles and injects one of the neck bombs and blows Lobo's head off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just pretty insane. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the only way to uh, stop a mind controlled Lobo. Just gotta. <laughs> blow his brain up and then he'll heal with a non-mind-controlled brain i'm guessing I, it's like the same as you know unplugging your computer and plugging it back in i guess yeah if you if you tried restarting if you tried rebooting right. your computer that's probably the problem so i guess that's what you do with lobo uh, but so anyways all of this fighting um, was a big enough distraction that maxwell lord has made his way to the big vault at the bottom of bell reeve and he gets what he's been after, which is the Eclipso Diamond, or the Heart of Darkness, whatever you want to call it. There's another name for it, but I can't remember. Heart of the Ocean, maybe? Something. <laughs> That's not really... Is that from Titanic? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's that. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so, but that's what he was after because anybody who has it, it controls weaker people. But if you are able to control it, you can use it to control other people. And so... He takes it and he uses it to gain control of all of the members of the Justice League. And so, so, so I, could he have used it on? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, so, could he have used it on? Couldn't he have used it on everyone? I know he said he didn't want to control the the weirdos from the Suicide Squad, but why wouldn't you just control it instead of leaving those people there who will just fight them? Well, because they have to fight them and beat them. Yeah, so is that, I mean, versus Justice that wasn't really explained other than that, right? Right. He's just like, oh, you guys are losers. I don't want you. Right. I don't want to control you losers. 
Um, so, um, but I'm going to leave a small army there to defend against these beings, right? I mean, is that how it went? Yeah, pretty much. So, obviously, that's what they're, I guess, I shouldn't say obviously, but it seems like that's what they're setting up is like he's only controlling Justice League. And so now the Suicide Squad and maybe the Nightmare Army also, because I was he, he wasn't controlling them with it either. He was only controlling the Suicide Squad with the Eclipso Diamond. Or only controlling the Justice League, I mean. Right. So I don't know if he, the the Nightmare Army is still working with him from before, but it's sort of, I guess there's not many left to do that with right. Lobo's head gone, Johnny <laughs> Sorrow's gone. Um, yeah. So now it makes sense. Now it makes sense again uh, <laughs> why it would be called Justice League versus Suicide Squad. We keep going back and forth. Um, so I guess it's another reason for them to fight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a possessed Justice League, I don't know that the Suicide Squad would be able to handle him, but I guess we'll see in the coming issues. Right. Like, a lot of what makes the Suicide Squad at all, even with the Justice League, is that the Justice League, you know, has some limitations. Like, they won't kill, they won't severely injure, like, they will protect citizens first. And like you said, if they're possessed, they don't have those inhibitions anymore. And so it's even a tougher team for the Suicide Squad to take on. Right. I mean, I guess with Enchantress, I think she's still available to fight. So she kind of evens the play in f- playing field because she can. Yeah. She's pretty powerful. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't. Like, what's Captain Boomerang going to do against Possessed Flash? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's already been shown so far that um, Boomerang can only distract Flash. So if if he's dialed in on destroying, I, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. But I hope there's a cool way to do it. Yeah. And so the the question that I'm left with still is like at the if you remember in the last episode Maxwell Lord went to this island and he had to get something from the high priest that was going to help him control the thing that he unleashes. So what was it that he needed from the high priest to be able to control the Eclipso diamond? I don't remember how that went. I don't remember the exact. Yeah. So maybe I missed something. I'll have to go back and read, but or maybe that that hasn't come up yet. Um, but I am, that's one of the questions that I still had. Yeah, I guess I just assumed that was related to the Eclipso Diamond, but I've forgotten about that part. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's one thing we'll have to see. So. so, yeah, what do you think they're going to do? I mean, my intuition, obviously, like my gut says, this is just going to be, this is the Justice League versus Suicide Squad, but like from a different way um, for the next two issues. But do you think there's anything else that they might do? I mean, two issues left. There's, we know there's going to be one, at least one final epic battle probably mixed in here. So I don't know what else they'll have time for. Uh, I, I just, I think it's now that we talked about this ending, I'm not necessarily sure I liked how they got there, but I'm more intrigued by the premise because if you think about it, it's a suicide squad fighting the Justice League again, but this time we're rooting for the suicide squad. Right. And that's, and you know, mind controls sort of a cheap way of doing it, but it, it's really cool that they can find a way to make you root for the Suicide Squad going against the Justice League. Yeah, so it is, it is cool, but it's like this is the part that is hard to. It's not that hard to track. It's just kind of funny. Like if you actually sit down and think about it, it's like it started out as the Justice League versus the Suicide Squad, and then it was the Justice League and the Suicide Squad versus the old. Suicide Squad, but now it's the Justice League who is controlled by the guy who controlled the old Suicide Squad fighting the new Suicide Squad. But, you know, that's not as catchy as a title. 
Yeah, I totally just blocked that all out. I hope everybody's head doesn't hurt trying to, trying to follow that along because that's uh, that's exactly what it is, and it's um tough to follow if you look at it from that. You know, like I said, they're just they've got these three teams, and they're mixing and matching as they go, creating fights. Yeah, but I think I'm, I'm maybe on the same page as you two. Like, I think when we first started this episode and before we talked about this issue, I had in my mind that I didn't like it that much. But now that we've actually talked through it, there are a lot of cool moments that I'm remembering from reading the issue. And it's the, like you said, mind control is kind of a cheap way to do it, but it's a fast way to do it. And this is a pretty short mini series. And so it's cool that they've kind of flipped the tables. Right. I mean, because the Justice League and the Suicide Squad teamed up pretty quick. So if you're going to have them fight again, you're going to need something like mind control, even if, you know, it's overused a little bit. You've, it is a, quick and cheap way to do it yep well anything else you looking forward to these last two issues yeah i am i like i said i still want to see i want to see where they're going with it because they've done some crazy stuff already so i'm assuming they've they're maybe saving some other crazy stuff for the last two issues yeah i think (laughs) it wouldn't surprise (laughs) me at all um there might be at least one more twist left it wouldn't surprise me so i am intrigued to see how this finishes it's been a little up and down i've i generally like the character moments more than the the story so far um but i'm still enjoying seeing everyone interact and and mix together so that's sort of the highlight of this for me yeah um so that's all we've got for today thanks for listening we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dcdailydrop.com drop by tomorrow for more dc news